Welcome back to another episode of The Business Designer. I know it has been a minute since I've been able to record, but it's been a really busy last few months. As you all know, a lot of small businesses have been suffering because of the pandemic. A lot of businesses have been closed down, and some of them have obtained the relief through the SBA and through the PPP loans, which have been a big help. But for some, it wasn't enough. So I've been assisting a lot of small businesses during this difficult time. So that's the reason why I haven't been able to record. But today I wanna talk about something that is so important. Many of you have used this opportunity to have a reflection on what you wanna work on next. Maybe it was a business idea that you had and have never had the time to really sit down and evaluate that business idea and make it into an actual business plan. So this is part of my business plan um, workshops that I've been putting together for the past several years in the state of Arizona. And so I wanna talk about startup cost. So, you know, we wanna start a business we want it to be a profitable one, but how are we gonna know if it's a profitable one without actually talking about the financials of the business? So the question is, how do we calculate our startup costs? Startup costs are basically anything that you have to spend that's gonna cost you only one time and that's gonna not be something that you have to pay repetitively month to month. So whatever money you need to start the business is what's considered to be startup cost. So how much money will it take to start your small business? So really calculating the startup cost for your small business, it's so important because you want to know how much you're going to be needing to invest in the business. But also, if you're requesting funding through a bank, they're going to want to know how much money you're going to need to start and open your doors. It's also a great way to attract investors out in the community or maybe um, national investors that feel that you have a potential for, for success. They want to know how much it's going to cost you and estimate when it's going to turn into a profit. Most small businesses, the first year, they usually will break even if that. But overall, calculating your startup cost really helps you to be able to estimate your profits or even do like a break-even analysis. It also allows you to be able to know ahead of time what are the items you're going to have to keep track of so that at the end of the year, you know how much you invested in the business and your um, tax advisor is able to include that in your taxes so you're not you know starting the new year you're having to collect all these receipts and ask yourself how much did i invest in starting my business so it's a great way to plan ahead and prepare for those um, taxes to when they're due so you're going to need to identify the type of startup expenses you're going to have now there's three different categories when it comes to your startup expenses that most businesses fall into. One of them is, of course, your brick and mortar businesses. The brick and mortar business is going to have more startup costs because, of course, you need to get your building um, together, uh, whether it's just the sign or whether it's the utilities, the deposit for those utilities are pretty expensive for some brick and mortar stores and buildings. Um, the other type of business is an online business. So your expenses for an online business might be a little bit less. You might just need to have um, your host uh, charges for your domain, maybe the application you're using to be able to sell your products like Shopify or any other e-commerce websites. 
and maybe just some, maybe some business cards and social media ads. The other thing is, of course, your service providers category. The service providers, it all depends on whether you're going to have an actual building and you're going to be renting space in an office. If you're not and you're just going to be working from home, then your startup costs are going to be a little bit less than your other two categories. No matter what, there are a few common startup costs, depending, of course, on the category, but mostly you're going to have some expenses that are uh, different and unique to, to each category. One of them is, of course, your office space. So are you working from home or are you actually renting a location to be able to uh, have your business in? The other one is equipment and supplies. How much equipment do you need to be able to start your business? Are you a landscaper? If you are, do you need a, mow a lawnmower? Um, do you need a grass cutter or whatever other equipment that you need to be able to start your actual business? And if you're just a service-based business, are you needing papers or business cards? All Anything that falls under the supplies category. The next one is, of course, your communications. Are you needing a telephone? Are you needing, um, like I said, website? Anything that allows you to be able to communicate with your customers and clients that without it, you won't be able to start your business. The next one is utilities. How much do you need to uh, put in as far as a deposit for your electricity, your gas, if you're a restaurant, for example, your water, your service providers for utilities are going to charge you a deposit, which is usually the first month uh, of that um, monthly charge. Usually they also require for you to put down a deposit uh, to open the line. The other thing is licenses and permits. So does your state require for you to have a TPT license? For example, in Arizona, that's considered to be a transaction privilege tax license. Basically, what that allows you to do is to be able to charge sales tax on your items uh, that you sell. Anything that is tangible, you are required to charge sales tax. That sales tax is not for you to keep. It's for you to submit monthly or even quarterly to the, um, for example, in Arizona, it's called the Arizona Department of Revenue. The other thing is, are you needing to get a business license? For example, in certain counties, if your business is in a county or if you're working from home, they don't require you to have a business license. But if you're going to have a brick and mortar store in the city, then the city will require that business license or even a permit. The other license um, fee that you might have to encounter is registering your, your business as a DBA, doing business as with the state of Arizona. So that's considered to be a trade name registration, specifically with the Secretary of State. Say you want to convert your business to an LLC, a limited liability company, which I will talk on another episode why it's so important for small business owners to have an LLC when it comes to their business. Are you needing insurance? So the best thing is to contact your insurance rep, find out how much you actually need to be able to start your plan, um, to be able to open your doors. And of course, lawyer and accountant, usually when you retain an attorney or an accountant, they will require a certain uh, retainer fee that could range from 200 all the way up um, to be able to retain them as your um, lawyer or your accountant. Employee salaries. To most cases, I always tell my clients, have at least three months worth of cash flow within the business uh, account, business checking account, so that you can pay for your salaries for your employees, your utilities, your rent, and so forth, because it usually takes three to six months for a business 
to really start making money or having um, that marketing actually work for them and have people coming to them to, to, to purchase their products or services? Are you needing to do any advertising or marketing, say an announcement or a billboard or even a sign in front of your building is considered to be a startup cost, plus printed marketing materials and also a website. So the first step is to make yourself a list of two columns, one of items already you already purchased and the second one of items that you still need to purchase. So start making phone calls. How much is the insurance going to cost? Call the utility company. How much is it going to be for the deposit to open up electricity? Um, the sign, how much is your sign that you're wanting for that building that you're going to be renting going to cost you to have it made? So if you already purchased, say, for example, some of your equipment for your business, um, whether it's a lawnmower, if you're a landscaper, or if you're a barber and you have a lot of that equipment already, even if you already had it, that's still considered to be a startup cost. So you estimate the value of it, um, of your equipment, and you add it on items already purchased under the startup uh, column. The Say you still are needing a, um, a chair, for example, if you are a, a hairstylist, then that's considered to be an equipment. So you're, you haven't purchased it, but you know it's going to cost you about roughly around 300 to $400. So on the items still needed is where you're going to put that amount that you're still needing to purchase within um, your startup cost. After that, you add up all your expenses for a full financial picture. So you add up the column on the items already purchased that you already had, and then add up the column that items you're still needing to purchase. The total amount of that is your startup cost. It gives you an overall picture of how much it's going to cost you to open up your doors. And you should really organize your expenses into a one-time expense and then Later on, you're going to then create a monthly projections or monthly expenses, which a lot of times is called the balance sheet so that you understand how much money is coming in and how much money is going out on a monthly basis. But that will be another episode as well. For now, let's just focus on your startup cost. I hope that you guys found this episode valuable, especially if you're wanting to start a small business during this during this time, I think really now is the time to start that business. We have what's called the gift of time is what I tell my clients. Yes, many of us have lost our, our jobs and are working from or are working from home, but take it as an opportunity to see what your next step is going to be for the future. Or if you're liking, for example, to be at home and you realize that you're able to manage the kids and manage the home by working from home, then go for it. If you have a business idea and you're like, I want to start a business so that I can work from home, now is the time because after the pandemic, there's going to be a lot of um, influx of people spending money, especially because um, you know we've been held back a little bit from spending because of not having to go outside and the fear of getting sick. So a lot of us have been staying home and so we're saving money. <laughs> but we have been writing down goals and lists of where we wanna travel to or things we wanna work on in the future or even you know, a new purse that we wanna you know, purchase later on that we've been wanting to, to get and we've been saving up all this, this entire time. So there is, I, I see an influx of people spending money um, next year once the pandemic passes and everything calms down. So think about 
What can you do now to prepare you for the future if you're wanting to start a small business? Start with just calculating your startup costs. That's part of the business planning is calculating that. So start now, start small and decide whether you want to open up a building or you want to work from home or just have it be an online business, which you still would be working from home. As a service provider, you you can you have that flexibility to be able to work from home. So now is the time. I hope this was Uh, helpful for many of you who are wanting to start a business and I will be talking on my next episode about the financial projections and as far as the balance sheet and understanding the numbers a little bit better but please please let your friends know about the business designer podcast you can also find me on instagram under the business designer i you know try to keep up with the content as much as i can um i'm working as well uh full time in addition to my little side gig where i like to offer my tips on you know business planning and strategic planning so Thank you so much for listening and I hope that you guys will come back, subscribe and give me a thumbs up. Take care guys.